Welcome to Sub, the Scope Unmuzzled podcast, episode three. We are on episode three now. We have another guest again from America. We had a little schedule change on some of the guests, but it's all right. I have enough to last at least until the end of this year. That's that for sure. Uh, we have some topics to discuss. So first, we have the introduction of our guest. We have some stoner stories and advice. We are talking about what we would do without internet. Uh, some bit about gaming and also computer classes and basically just using computers when we were younger. Those are the topics. If those interest you, then please stick around. Without any further ado, let's get right into the episode. All right, welcome to the podcast. We have another guest on our table again, and this one is again from America. This time we're not recording at very difficult times, luckily. Person was uh, very flexible, thank God. And this person is pretty known for some of his uh, drug-related things. Maybe not in a bad way, who knows? But uh, I'll uh, let him introduce himself now. Uh, yo, what's good? I've been hanging around for a minute. Um, you probably know me by hella different aliases. Yeah, there's different ones. Yeah. Y- yeah, it's either like Walking John or like Stromboli. But like as for drugs, typically my message with that is I like to try and spread awareness just because some of these drugs will get you fucked up. They'll change your life forever. And then some of them, you know, they're worth having a good time. It's just about what you're using it for. Those are wise words. I think we'll go into it a bit more later. Could you tell a bit more about yourself? So where you came from, your age? Yeah, I was born in America. I was born in Maine, like deep in Maine, like in the fucking middle of nowhere type of shit in the woods, bro. And I was there for a little bit, but we had we had to move just because that's my family had to move a lot because uh, my dad works in the lumber industry. We we had to move down south because the the plants were shutting down because it's too expensive to pay for heating in the winter. But yeah, everything shifted south. I moved to Texas. I was staying out there for a minute. I really fuck with. I was outside Houston, in that Port Arthur area. I really fuck with everyone out there. Everyone's really chill. The food's fucking great. That's a nice little area. Anything uh, other than your family? So talked a bit about your dad. What does your mom do, for example? My mom, I'm going to be real. She, 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 she works like she was working as like a banker for a minute. She worked as a teller at a bank and she was like a, a nurse for a while there, too. But she stopped working after a while just to help take care of the family. Oh, that's good. Uh, how old was your mother when you were born? Or do you have any siblings? Yeah, I got I got hella siblings. I got a fucking I got a sister who's like thirty years older than me. I think a brother who's forty years older than me. Wait, thirty years older? Oh yeah, facts, bro. Yeah, my dad's had multiple wives. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, I guess I should say half sister, half brother, and then I got a sister. I got, and then I got two full sisters that are. More within my age range. My dad's old as hell, but my actual biological mother, she's not so old. I don't remember what age she was, but I, me personally, I was probably about like 10 or 11 years old when uh, she stopped working. That's how old I was. That's what I remember it as. Wait, so you have two younger sisters? Older sisters. I'm the youngest. From the same mother? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm the young one. Oh, you're okay. You're the youngest one. Were Were you also the most spoiled one? Um, my sisters will probably say that, but I think it's probably really the other way around. Cause 
the way I grew up, like, I don't know. I was never really, like, wanting much shit. It's like if I just had, like, a little PlayStation 2 console and, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, bro, and, like, a bike, that's all I needed, bro. Like, really. And it's still, like, to this day, it's like I, I don't really act on wants a lot. I just really be going off needs. It's like, oh, okay, this I need this. I'm going to get this. I need this for, you know, whatever, car, survival, food, health, I'm going to get it. I don't really act on watts. So my, my sisters say, oh, he was treated better, but it was really just like I was never really asking for shit and I was never acting out. I was just really quiet on my own. So it's kind of just like I was out of their sights. You know what I'm saying? So my sisters probably saw it as me getting treated better. Mm-hmm. So what did you do when you were younger? I, I was on, I was always on my own thing. Um, I was either just like hanging out with friends or in my room. Really, when I was younger in Texas, we'd always be riding around on our bikes up to some fucking hood rat shit. My one boy had a golf cart, bro. That shit was crazy. Running around on a golf cart all the time. That shit was how, did he, how did he get the golf cart? It was like his dad's or something, but he let us ride around on it. Oh, okay. That shit was wild, boy. It's not like he no. stole a golf cart from some court and then never returned it. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. He, he ain't stole it, bro. That shit would be cool as fuck. <laughs> Even a golf cart. It better be easy, too. Well, you're not, you're not allowed to drive those on the public road, right? Because they're not insured. Uh, no, yeah. It's just like a fucking... No, you're not. Like on public prop or on uh, private property. I don't know. It's Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair, fair. They don't give a fuck. No, but it, it was really cool out there. I spent a lot of time in some other states too, but like it was always just hella bike riding, bro. Me and all my boys always just we'd be getting together, riding our bikes, fucking just running around, doing just like little kid shit. That was always the shit. And then like I, I always had like older consoles, but you know, eventually one of my boys fucking uh introduced me to like PS3 and like Modern Warfare 2, and that like actually changed gaming for me. I was like, damn, son. That was like revolutionary. Is that what got you into video games? That is, yeah. That was like the big push right there. I kind of fucked, like, you know, I had like PS2. I kind of fucked with the one or two games. But then like once I discovered Modern Warfare 2, it was crazy. Like, I really got into it. Yeah, I remember when that actually came out. And I think I was in high school. And there were teachers. I think there were some teachers even that got like, they took the day off. They're like, nah, bro, I got more <laughs> for two coming out. <laughs> Everyone is suddenly yeah. sick on this day. It's like, what a coincidence. I wonder why. It's just because of that release. That, that shit was hype, man. I remember that. Yeah. That's good stuff. That does kind of remind me of um, when I used to be younger. I also did, well, <laughs> I didn't have like a, a friend with a golf cart. I did have some friends where we just like bike around. There's a little um, area around my uh, parents' house. We have a bunch of slopes, like uh, like dirt roads and some small hills, a little playground. And we would just hang out there. We would just, like drive up the little hill and then, like drive off it with like a lot of speed. Those <laughs> yeah. kind of things. We, we At a certain moment, I even had like an RC car or the, he had an RC car. And we like drive it off the hill and like off the stairs and all that sort of shit. That's great, but, man. That that's like yeah, that's fucking yeah. Just just doing stupid kid shit. stuff. Yeah, driving bikes over like a fucking huge pile of dirt in the backyard. Like, bro, in Texas, it, it was we lived on like we lived near Louisiana, so it was like swamplands. Uh, if you fuck with Port Arthur, Baton Rouge, you know what's up. But like, there's pipelines um, at the end of like 
some of these neighborhoods and they're like these deep fucking like i don't even know how deep but like two like 12 feet deep like two standing males tall Mm -hmm. like deep dug holes that like go far and wide to prevent flooding because of how like low the land is to sea level Mm -hmm. and fucking we'd always ride our bikes out there and like we were just fucking around walking along the pipeline because you, it's you kind of can't bike otherwise you're going to fall in a deep pit and fuck yourself up so we were just walking we were jumping over this little crack and one person goes over i go over and then there's one more bro he fucking jumps over and a huge rattlesnake goes and like jumps at his legs boy and he barely dodged it and like i was like pumped full of adrenaline like oh shit that could have been me and like his only reaction bro is he's just crying bro and i'm like come on man you could you're not dead like just keep moving like that and it was cam that you could not see that snake like we were being very careful bro that snake blended in perfectly and like after that point i was like damn this shit's dangerous i gotta be more careful out here that could have for real been like his or my life bro what what, so where did this snake come from from the so there was like a trench yeah so it was like a, a little trench that was like a smaller little jump it was probably like a three feet drop that would have went into the deeper pit it was just chilling right there, I guess, because it was shady. And fucking, he didn't mind the first two jumps, but man, he fought back on that third jump. <laughs> like, it was like close, too. He jumped up and lunged at him. You could see it. it made a loud ass noise, bro. There was another time, too, riding around, like in one of those big sewer drains. My boy's dog was like creepily, like, jumping up out of it. And we thought it was an alligator, bro. And like we well, went like south, so that could be. Yeah, we went like thirty miles an hour. Like I always saw with the two beating eyes with this dog. It was like a black lab. We went like so quick, running away from what we thought was certain death um, on our bikes. Holy shit, man! I've I like literally I've never felt like so wiped before in my life. Like every instinct kicked in to run, and like we found out like a minute or two later, it was just a stupid fucking dog as it followed us. <laughs> it's like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I got that classic fight and flight kicking in. Yeah, man, but shit, that shit's for real. Like an alligator, they can run pretty quick. They're no joke. They'll chase your shit down if they really want to get you. But usually, they don't have quite that motivation to just start running at you unless you really agitate them. I guess it's a thing we take for granted here in Europe is that we don't have all these, you know, that, well, snakes, alligators, snakes, alligator. Well, it's mostly yeah. just the south, right, of the U.S. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. There, this, there is uh, other. You know, like in the northern, some north, northwestern and northern parts, you know, there's bears and uh, cougars, mountain lions, bobcats, um, moose. Yeah, moose. Yeah, moose are dangerous. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, there's all sorts of shit. But really, yeah, you don't see as much poisonous things when you start going really far up north. I don't know why that is, but it is. Mm. Maybe it has to do with the environment and the tropics, maybe more tropical, swampy uh hot fertile land i don't know what it has to do but like deep north america like northern north america is what i'm trying to say you don't see a lot of poison things probably not canada either it kind of depends also where where you are so if you're in a big city then of course you're not going to really see any dangerous animals oh, yeah and like you know running away from it <laughs> that area has been gentrified yeah and down south you have well unless you're like in austin texas or whatever if you're on the outskirts Further away, you're like in Florida, you're gonna have more uh, issues with wildlife, I would say. But yeah, uh, that's, just, that's just some interesting stories. 
but to go back to um, some original topics. So do you remember how we met, John? Uh, actually, yeah, I do. Uh, I had been, at the time, I had been jumping around VR worlds, just trying to find people to have a conversation with. And I think you were also pretty high at the time. Yeah, I, th I think I might have been. I think I was a little drunk even. I might have had a beer somehow. Um, even though I was not 21 yet, I, you know, I, I was, I don't know how, but I did it. Uh, I kept, I don't know how <laughs> that shit never made sense, but I kept finding alcohol, but yeah, like I was jumping around random worlds and nobody was like having any real conversations, just a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, duh, dude, look at this avatar. Whoa. Oh like, yeah. Those conversations. Yeah. That's like yeah, very then, basic. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. And then like, I, I stop in and like. Uh, to your, I, I was looking at new worlds and then I saw you there. I saw like three people in this world. I was like, huh, let's, let's see what's up. And I joined and like, there was people having a conversation. I listened for a minute and I think it was you, Akira and missing. Was it missing? It, yeah. it could have been, uh, okay. It was missing then. Yeah. I did want to say missing, but yeah, fucking you guys were having a conversation and I just joined in. I don't remember what I said, but I remember I was spitting some real shit because at that time, I had been going through like some crazy shit. There was a lot going on in my life. Oh yeah, and no, I I noticed. We we noticed. Trust I was, me. I was probably getting it off my chest. That's yeah, you were talking about some weird stuff, man. I was like, oh, this guy is uh, kind of kooky, but uh, you know, <laughs> you, you you kept around. You stayed around. You, we listened in on uh, our conversations. We had a little good talk, and uh, then we just made friends. And then yeah. later on, you didn't have those cookie, that cookie stories anymore, maybe because you were less drunk or I don't know. But uh, that was an uh, interesting meet, yeah. And the reason, the reason I said, ah, when you said you were jumping to new worlds is because that's usually what I do, uh, or at least did back in the day, is I would just go through all the new worlds that are like in the list, favorite them, and then just hop around with some of my friends to check these out. Right. These worlds out. That's the reason uh, that's how we met. Pretty cool. Well, what do you think of um, of of our interaction of or like our group of people? Um, everyone's pretty chill. Uh, I, I take it primarily like you know everyone just it, it's just like any friend group. Everyone's off in their own groups and everyone gets along pretty well. You know, it's just the usual stuff. I like chatting and hanging out. That's why I hang around you guys. Is because. You guys have interesting conversations, and then sometimes I jump in the middle of it. And then sometimes I talk way too much. People don't like when I do that. That's <laughs> all right. I don't recall you, I'm, uh, us really getting bothered by you talking that much. Yeah. I think, I think nowadays it's just you just vibing. You just put us some music. You just vibe out. Yeah, the background you listen to our conversations, you bring in your two cents at some point. Yeah. Yeah, v VR totally changed the game for me. I used to, I was a desktop user for the longest, and it was, the game was just about conversations at that point. And then I got VR, and it's just like, oh, I, I'm just gonna fucking chill out, fucking have a good time, fucking hell yeah. Wait, but you got VR after we met, right? Because I think we met you yeah. in desktop. Yeah, much after. I knew you in desktop for at least like a solid year. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Before I got VR, maybe two years even. But so what made you want to switch? Uh, I really wanted a VR headset the whole... Yeah, I never committed, though, because there wasn't, like, a, a really good one on the market for a cheap price. And then, like, the Quest 2 came out, 
Um, and then about three to four or five months later, when there wasn't crazy inventory issues, I just went all in and got a Quest 2. And I've just stuck with it since it's a really fucking good headset for a good price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's especially during the the COVID era when VR kind of got booming, I would say, or at least like right. more headset came out. There was a big logistic logistical issues and storage yeah. issues or like stock issues with a lot of headsets. So people oh, that yeah. wanted to get in VR couldn't because things were just out of stock. Or, you know, one of your controllers would break and you're like, fuck, I need to get a new one. And then it would just be out of stock. You have to buy it from some other guy off of eBay or something. Damn, that boy, that, that was when I was working for uh, that arborist, uh, a lumberer. And, bro, he was crazy. His name was uh, Arturo, um, but his real name was Mario. He, he's, he just called you. himself Arturo to all his customers. Now he was Mexican as fuck. <laughs> he was, like, real Mexican. And like, bro, he he was he was a cool guy. He'd just be getting on your ass the whole time you're working, boy. Cause like we're fucking he's like cutting up logs with a chainsaw and we're like taking these like, you know, ninety to like 150 pound logs, sometimes like 300, 400 pound logs, we'll move them as a group and fucking throwing them in this giant ass fire, or we'll haul them off in his truck if we can't burn them. Uh he'd always be yelling like, Hey man, you working stupid, you're killing yourself, man. Come on, you're doing it wrong, man. You're doing it wrong. Look, you stupid. Like, you always be getting <laughs> on your ass the whole time. He's like, come on, bro. So let me fucking do, like, we're getting the work done. Just leave me the fuck alone. He, I don't know. He found it funny, though. He got a kick out of that shit. Oh, yeah, that shit be pissing me off. I'll be telling him sometimes, too. I'll be like, look, man, you just need to leave me alone. Let me fucking work. And he he, he would. He, he'd leave you alone after you told him. But, like, he found it funny for sure. He, was just, he, he, he found it funny. I know he did. He's a fucking dick. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like someone that is having fun in his job, at least. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, bro. I was, I was busting my, I was breaking my back. Not you, but yeah, the guy Mario. And he was very talented, though. He was like fucking. He'd like he had these special like boots. He'd fucking walk all the way up a tree, be hoisting himself up with a rope and shit, just in case the the uh, boot spikes failed. He wouldn't fall down. Yeah, he was fucked up though. Like he had a fucking like hole in his head because a tree fell on him one time. He's kind of like fucked up from it but how does that happen uh, <laughs> look man like you... i mean like how to get a hole in your head via tree i get that the tree can fall on you when you're you know yeah like it, i think it wasn't quite like a hole it's kind of like it it was like a big yeah kind of like took it hit like half of them but didn't quite take them out maybe that's how you get crazy a little bit off the top <laughs> but Just yeah a tiny bit yeah all right um so going back to the topic of uh, how we met, so you have you had your name. I think you still use it. Uh, walking, walking walkthrough. Yeah, that's the name in game. But yep. usually people just call you John if they know you a bit better. Yeah. How did you come up with your name, Walking Walkthrough? So this is a good one. So about like, damn. Hold on. Let me do my math. I don't even think I know where your nickname came from. So uh, about, I want to say at least like 15 years ago, 12 years ago, some shit like that. Um, I was watching a Halo 3 walkthrough video on like how to get all the skulls for the fucking armor or whatever. The, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Hayabusa or whatever. Some shit like that. 
but I was trying to get that in this guy's video. He's made a walkthrough video and it kind of motivated me. It was like, damn, I could do that. Like I made my whole little online presence, like the walking walkthrough, but I spelled it wrong. So it's walk true. Yeah. So that's what's up with that. <laughs> I was a stupid ass uh, little kid. I spelled it wrong. You stick with it, dude. You stick with your mistake. I did though. I did. I stuck with it strong too. And then it got swapped up to John Stromboli. Um, probably about, that was like eight years ago. Um, just as like a side alias for some shit that mm -hmm. kind of just recently got more popular for me, at least for using it because like seven years ago, my boy Zach was like fucking John Stromboli over here. Cause that's kind of what my last name's like. And that shit had me cracking up for hours, boy. Like <laughs> just the way he said it, he was so high. It was that, that shit just stuck like glue. I know, like, this is, this is my calling. This is my name now. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, dude. That's an interesting story to, to have. I didn't even know that. And yeah, that explains also the, the typing. Yeah. The misspelling. I'm like, okay, yeah, if you're a kid, then uh, I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Surprise, you stick stick with it, though. But. It wouldn't be right if I changed it. It would just be... It, it looked, it, the other way looks wrong to me. It's just like it's ingrained, I guess. Mm -hmm. You're biased towards it, yeah. So... John, I'll just you know continue calling you John, I guess. Yep. Um, what are you known for within your um, your own community or like by your friends? How do people if people talk about you? They're like, oh, it's this guy John. You know, he's known for something. Well, what would that be? Um, within my friend group, uh, so like IRL friends. I was just like my RL friends. I always make them laugh. Like I'm really good with uh fucking like what what's the word I'm looking for? Non. I'm really good with nonverbal cues, and I can use that to my advantage. I could really make someone fucking laugh IRL hella, but I still make people laugh online too. I'm, I guess I've always been a really funny person. My friends always know me as like a, a fucking crazy shooter in Valor, and I I I'll take someone's head off, boy. Fucking headshot only. <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, that's just, I've been playing a lot of Valorant with my friends lately. So that's probably, that's probably how they view me. Mm -hmm. Well, I think when I met you, the um, thing you were known for, because I remember the first time we met, you were like laughing like a hyena at some of the <laughs> oh, things yeah, we were my talking laugh, about. Yeah. Your laugh was like very iconic. Uh, I still yeah. think I still have a video of it somewhere. You probably that's do. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I do have a funny laugh. That's true. If you get me laughing good, like, yeah. Yeah, but I, because I think it might have done with, uh, with the alcohol or the, if you were high. So I basically just remember you as like a, like a stoner kind of guy. Hell yeah. But is that still the case or? Yeah, I definitely, I, I do smoke weed. I think, you know, like if you're going to, if you're going to pick a substance, if you're going to stick to something, uh, it might as well just be marijuana. Because there is ways you can ingest it, which are non-harmful to your lungs and other things. It's just pretty good. I you mean, you mean to you prefer it also over alcohol, I would say? Yeah, I, I would prefer weed over alcohol. I only have alcohol just on like occasions and shit, events, birthday mm -hmm. parties, shit like that. Yeah, I think that might be um, an unpopular opinion. But yeah, I, I do believe that weed is less harmful than uh, alcohol because alcohol can make people very uh, oh, aggressive for sure. as well. Yeah. So no. and, and weed is it's not like that. Like if people two people are, you know, 
taking some weed. They're not gonna fight each other. Just like gonna yeah. have a very slow fight or just gonna hug hug it out <laughs> to do some crazy stuff. But they're not gonna harm anyone really, besides himself maybe. Like immediately, definitely. Like in both ways, immediately and long term, weed is the safer option. It's just alcohol is viewed more normal because it's indoctrinated within society. It's like, oh, this thing is always been here it's legal it's everyone does it um you know it's the thing when in reality you know like super harmful for your gut liver kidneys you know even your eyesight um yeah but even further than that like your relationships like people that that as well socially yeah yeah definitely like some people just aren't good drunks Mm -hmm. and when you get high for most people the, the experience goes like one of two ways it's either they get super hyped up they're in their head they're thinking or maybe you know the thoughts can go either way when they're thinking too you know you can have good thoughts or bad thoughts it just depends on the thinker and your state yeah 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 true and or you can just you know get laid back relax sit down on a couch you know that type of shit me personally i'm not advocating for for either but uh, yeah. if you were to pick one uh to wind down then probably uh, weed would be the the safer solution but yeah it also depends on where you live because of course in a lot of countries it's not legal so you have that as an issue uh yeah there is also other alternatives because i do live in a state where weed is illegal but um through the hemp bill you can buy hemp derived cannabinoids that are actually legal in your state if Delta 9 THC is illegal and that shit's dope as fuck. You can also, uh, you got to buy from dope brands that'll fucking give you a QR code to scan and you can actually look up the certificate of what's all in whatever you're buying chemical wise. Mm. Yeah. So there's some companies that are really good and then you just got to know who you're buying from pretty much if you're going to go down a route like that. Yeah, don't buy it from like a strange guy in an alleyway. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah hell no. <laughs> yeah, try and pick a safe route with that. That's why yeah, I'm kind of glad that in the, the Netherlands, at least if people want to try drugs, that there are just coffee shops. You just walk in and they can get yeah. stuff. And it's, you know, done. It's gone through the process. It's not like some shady shit because they actually have to get a, a license to be able to sell these kind of things. Yeah, bro. It's 2022. Like, do your research before you ingest something. Yes, very much so. Just a little bit. And try and follow up some of the, um, you know, the things it says on the label. Speaking of the label, I had some friends uh, I went on a little trip with last weekend. Uh, That's also where the uh, extravaganza episode came from. And they were high. Some of the at least some people in there were like high some of the time, and they were also doing shrooms. And because this was not this was done after. We did the recording. They had a lot of alcohol right before they did shrooms, which is uh, not a great combination, at least according to the label and also according to what happened afterwards. So we're like a bowling alley. They ordered too many drinks or they got the orders messed up somehow. We had like seven really big fucking beers. It was like close to closing time. People were like chugging it down so they uh, you know, don't have to throw away their drinks, but you could eventually just you know, get a little plastic cup you could take it with you, but it was still a lot of like a lot of alcohol for for people because I didn't drink. So we went home to our uh, little Airbnb place, and one of the group was actually getting uh, shrooms right before we went to the bowling alley, and they got a package for everyone. They wanted to start with like a small doses, 
to begin with. Uh, but they're like, nah, just fucking just take the entire thing. But on the label, it said, do not mix with like other medicine or other drugs or things like alcohol. And they're like, ah, you know, we're not that drunk. We should be fine, right? We should be fine. And then, uh, well, it takes like a couple minutes to kick in, which if, I'm not sure if you have experience with, uh, with shrooms. Oh, man, do I? Hell yes, I have experience with shrooms. <laughs> okay, so you might I have experience. Yeah, I, you, you might be able to help with this then what, what kind of happened with these people. So it takes some time to kick in, right? So it takes like 40 minutes or something. And one of them had a really weird feeling and he just had to go outside. He's like, I'm just going to get some fresh air. Like it was dark outside and whatever, and cold. So we opened the door to the little terrace and then he just, you know, he had to go puke. He just puked in the, in the bushes there. Yep. And after that, I was like, oh, man, I feel so much better. I was like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, you just got alcohol and shrooms probably out of your system. Another person had to go to the um, the toilet real bad and, uh, yeah, also puked in there. So he was also coming back. Oh, I feel great now. I was like, yep, yep, <laughs> all right. And then the third person was like, man, I'm not, you know, I'm kind of feeling, feeling a bit weird. I'm going to go upstairs, you know, be alone. I'm going to lay down in bed. And he was having a trip. And the last person was, uh, he st stuck around. He didn't puke, but... I think he also didn't drink that much. He uh, just had like a, a laugh, you know, it's just laughing all the fucking time. So as a as an expert on the topic, could you explain what happened here? Okay, so there is a few ways to do mushrooms. You don't have to just eat them. After years of eating mushrooms, they taste great. They taste like little pistachios. If you get some nice lab-grown ones, um, I've had penis, penis envy mushrooms, some of the best. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they, they have a funny name, I know, mm -hmm, but they're, mm -hmm. they're huge. Some of the best mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms you can get, but I, those are great fucking. You mean as a uh, straight man, you're, you're telling yeah, people on the oh, podcast yeah. that these penis shaped mushrooms are the best ones in town. They get you the most high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, my friend was so high one time he thought he was dead, but, uh, he's like, take me to the hospital. I'm dead. <laughs> well, it's already but too late. You don't mix, I don't, I have no clue how alcohol played into this equation, but you don't mix alcohol with psychedelics. Um, they're just generally not a, not a good mix. You know, I, not only can you get sick, yada, yada, it's just generally alcohol is a depressant. Psychedelics are going to make you think a lot. Typically they don't mix well um, for most people, but some people, you know, it, it, it creates a good feeling sometimes. Uh, I've done shrooms and in, in wine before. Fuck yeah, I can, I can say I have and it was it was a little weird. It wasn't nothing special though. But fucking on my this reminds me though of everyone getting sick, stomach hurting. This reminds me of like on my graduation day when I was graduating from high school. Me and all my friends bought like an ounce of shrooms or whatever for for that day, so we could take them after graduation. We had them ready to go. Mm -hmm. And so we all graduated. You know, went out, did our own things, uh, got changed. Uh, you know, most people went out with their family to have a dinner to celebrate you know and then we all came back rerouted at the at the safe house <laughs> at the trap and fucking uh we we all ate our shrooms i started off with a little small amount you know i went like you know a 3.5 i was just trying to go medium to light i wasn't trying to experience nothing heavy and my boys they went pretty deep because they were trying to party and fucking there was a lot going on at this point because my best friend died like three days before all this. We were all like really just trying to forget. We were all getting together doing drugs, trying to forget, bro. Because he died in a horrible, 
horrible car accident and that that really hit close right before graduation bro Mm -hmm. and so like we were taking shrooms they were going deep now that i think about it and i didn't feel anything after a little bit because i had a belly full of food so i ate like a fuck ton more shrooms and we were all sitting down chilling smoking a blunt reminiscing um you know we had pretty much spent like the all of our friends spent the last three nights together you know, every night just drinking, partying, remembering um, Caleb and fucking we were hanging out. And all of a sudden I passed a blunt and I felt something in my stomach. It felt kind of like a semi truck fucking went boom and hit me in my stomach all of a sudden. And so I went outside. I was like, oh, man, I got to throw up. Mm-hmm. I instantly just went for the doors. I didn't want to throw up in my friend's house and fucking they they figured that's what was going on, too. They didn't think much of it. And I was just kind of like bent over the grass. I had my hands on my knees trying to support myself. I felt, you know, a little clammy. It was cold outside. I think it was, it was raining. It was wet. All of a sudden, like, it just went black. I don't even know what happened. I got woke up. Or no, no, I woke up just on the ground. Yeah, I woke up myself just on the ground. I don't know how much later. Wait, so the last thing you remembered is you were outside puking. I, I didn't even throw up. Shivering. Oh, you didn't throw up. I was up. about to throw up and I just fell over sideways, I guess. Mm. Yep. And I just woke up there and it was really weird. Like, I didn't know where I was. I didn't know who I was. Uh, apparently, I was bleeding from my head, which I didn't know yet. But fucking, I guess when I hit the ground and so I fucking got up and walked up my friend's staircase and I was just sitting upstairs, like in the chair, just like staring at like a wall with the lights on and like my boy walked up and he's like johnny are you okay and i'm like what he's like you're bleeding from your head and it's like i was like what he said like i was pale white like fucking like bleeding and shit and they had no clue how long i was gone for they had just checked because like they noticed i was gone for a while and it was kind of scary, man. I've never had nothing happen like that on shrooms. I didn't even really trip much after either. Like, I was just kind of fucked up. Like, kind of just like, man, I just blacked out. But is that because you took some alcohol beforehand or? Uh, no, there was, there was no liquor involved in this trip. Oh, okay. Yep. So just a bad trip, I guess. It was a bad trip overall. I got, I was about to get super sick. I fucking hit my noggin really hard. Yeah, that could have ended badly, my dude. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse, but hey, I'm alive. I'm breathing. Yeah, maybe uh, a tip if people are with friends and they're doing shrooms, maybe it's good to have one guy, you know, if someone doesn't come back in a while, go check on them. (laughs) See like, yo, where's this guy gone? And I don't think, I don't think they had forgot for long. I just think that, uh, I just think it was like really wet out there. So it was probably cold. Yeah, I didn't want to bother looking uh, when it's so cold outside. Or they don't know where you went. Could just go. It home. was it was dark too. It was dark. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Mm. So yeah, basically, uh, don't try and mix uh, alcohol and shrooms. I guess it's not a not the best look. And if you take them, then find the penis shaped ones. Apparently, that's yeah. <laughs> those are the good ones. Yeah. Okay. This is good to know. Good advice being given here for people uh, looking to do some shrooms. So I think this is the last thing. I would, last time I'm going to go back to the some of the original topics, then we're going to do some uh, special ones. Uh, what do you have as uh, some personal goals, John? I think we talked about this like we like a couple months back, actually. And you had some pretty interesting insights on uh, things you wanted to change in your life. 
I think goals right now are just to continue to express muscle growth. I've been working out, doing hella pull-ups, really just hella pull-ups because there's a, a metal base at my workplace where I can fucking do pull-ups well at work, and so it works out nice. So I've been hitting pull-ups at work. I've been fucking hitting some free weights at home. Mm-hmm. Um, just continue growth on exercise. My fucking legs have been stiffening up. I don't know. It's it's because of my I had a car wreck a few years ago and both my hips got fucked up. So like walking and jogging really sucks, but I can ride a bike and that's what I've been trying to focus on more. I've just been trying to fucking decrease times. I always do the same route on a bike, just decrease times on my routes. Just continue muscle growth. Just continue growing as a person. I want to continue growing in fucking careers too. I've just been working stupid ass jobs here and there. And it'd be nice to get like an actual position where you feel respected and you actually get paid like a decent sum for your time. It doesn't feel like you're just at a dead end route. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So try and grow career rise and try and grow yep. physically. And that's, but that's why you grow yourself as a person. So you can put yourself in those kinds of positions in the future. Mm-hmm. Just because your present isn't the best uh, doesn't mean that you can't set yourself up for something good later on in life. You just have to make the slightest variation, and over time, that variation will change exponentially. Yeah, but I do think that, uh, and this is kind of sad about today's you know job market, is that a lot of people will just get hired on the basis of knowing a person inside the job or like knowing a manager. Oh and yeah, your job so. It's uh, it's a bit rough. So even if you, uh, you know, try and put your bet- best foot forward, if there's some other guy in the hiring process and it's like, yeah, oh, it's this guy's uh, friend. He's very good. He's some good uh, recommendations. Then he might get chosen over you, even though you're like way more qualified or, you know, better suit for the job. It's yeah. just a person that is more known in the circles and then right. nepotism. We'll nepotism yeah that's the word thank you i was i was mm-hmm. about to say there's a word for that i can't think yes. it's on the tip of my tongue yep. but thank you for nepotism. that yep. um dude that is absolutely right um you know life is a popularity contest and that's something i've always been you know pretty decent at i i learned um i, I always had really good social skills as a kid but i had been put on adderall because of it um probably in about the second grade time to nerf john have some Adderall. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> fuck, fuck up my brain for life. I was on Adderall from like the second grade to probably it would have been until the eighth grade, which is you're you not know, you're not supposed to be you know prescribed to that for that long, right? Uh probably not. That doesn't but, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, but as a freshman in high school, uh, it really fucked with my head. I don't know. It's like I don't know if it was just puberty and the hormones weren't mixing or whatever, but like. I cried in school like three times just during the day. And I was like, man, this shit is not right. I don't need to be on this stuff. <laughs> and I just stopped it like cold turkey right there. But it it's still like later in life that stuck with me. And, you know, it came back to haunt me years later. You really can fuck up your neural pathways, your dopamine receptors, all that shit, even if a doctor's giving it to you. Just because they're a doctor, they're certified, they went to school, doesn't mean that they have your best interest in mind. That shit sucks. Well, that's my my general approach for life has always been, or not always, I'd say last, uh, was it like six years or whatever, 
try and become as independent as possible not just as a person yeah but also from things like substance so try from a not, young age yeah try not get addicted to um, any substance or not have your life depend on it and especially things like medicine those kind of things are not supposed to be taken long term at least most things i believe so if you can do without then uh, i'd say try it if you have if let's say you go to like surgery, you have to take like some painkillers because you just went through surgery. Like I totally get that. I've had my wisdom teeth pulled as well and had to take some, uh, I think also Adderall or some other stuff. But that was like very short term. And I was like, yeah. after like a couple ones, I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm going to stop taking this. Like I should be able to bear with the pain or there's not that much pain at that le like left at that point. But I'd rather not be dependent on these medicine. I would rather have my body, you know, be able to recover itself as best as possible just stay healthy right. uh maybe get some exercise and then everything should be fine hopefully uh, but definitely long-term kind of medicine kind of watch out for that yeah although i'm not i'm no doctor so <laughs> i think um i yeah i mean some medicine is is required yes that is correct but as far as adderall it is um it should not be prescribed to children at least with a developing brain i don't think it just doesn't seem right. Oh, just to preface, like we're we're no doctors. We're just you know voicing our opinion on the matter. Just a disclaimer in case people go uh, go follow our advice and then lead to something bad. Who knows? Yeah, bro. But but I agree definitely. Not only be independent from substances, but like do your own independent research. Like from a young age, you have to be on high defense. Um, you oh, know, just me as a little kid. I, I of course you don't know any better. Um, you just believe what the doctor says and what your parents tell you, you know, and, and like, but you know, even like, I feel like I should have known better. I feel like I should have been like, no, nah, this is some fucking bullshit. You're feeding me lies lady. And you got to be on like full defense from a young age with your brain and health, dude. It's just fucking crazy. Funny you say that because, um, there's a story that a lot of parents will tell their children, which is a blatant lie, which is things like Santa Claus. And like yeah. in in, uh, in my country, in the Netherlands, you also have something called uh, Santa Claus, which is also like a like a ripoff sort of of Santa right. Claus. It's like slightly earlier in December, the beginning of December. And people would tell you, it's like, yeah, no, this person's real. And there's some, some people that will climb through your chimney at night to lay some presents near the, the chimney itself, near the fireplace or whatever. And uh, that that's the thing. And this guy comes from Spain. He's on a steamboat. He comes here every year to bring presents. And it's it's just a story. So and also if you're like if you're a bad child, you get taken away. You get you get get abducted into this bag, which is kind of <laughs> this. Yeah, it's kind of weird how we teach people that. But um, basically, just, just be a good kid. That's like the moral of the whole uh, the holiday. And if you are a good kid, you'll get some presents. But the story itself, of course, behind it is like completely fake. It's just to bring a moral, of course, to the children and they love it. They love the whole story and the whole spectacle about it. And I totally get that. But even uh, for me as a kid, when I was in, um, I don't know, like like fourth grade or something uh, in elementary school, I think I was like, like eight, eight, nine then, around that age, I would be looking at the TV and I would see on like certain channels that this person, like the city class, the, the person for the, the holiday, would be on multiple TV channels at once. 
and they would and multiple of them would say oh this is live and like wait a minute how can this person be in multiple places at the same time this doesn't make any sense and then there's like mm. a a story they make up it's like yeah but you got like helper it's like helper santas who help the santa they're not the real santa but you know they're just uh, doing his job if he's not available it's like oh, this, this seems very sketchy so at that time i was very skeptical of the things that were being told to me and i even like without that to the classroom and I would actually get pulled aside. So I was like in a small group of like four people in elementary school at the table. I'd be telling them like, nah, man, this, this, this guy is it's not real. This, this is all fake. Like it's just your parents doing the thing. And they would just get very defensive about their beliefs. It's like, no, no, that cannot be. <laughs> like I've, no, I've seen him. I've sat on his lap, you know, at the, at, the, at the mall. This guy is totally real. I got some new presents now. It's like, uh, I, I, you know, I couldn't convince them because it, you can't really convince someone if it's based on, um, on like a belief or like something they like very, uh, coming from an emotional state. Very hard to do, to actually convince people in that current state. So what happened is the teacher would call me aside, take me to the hallway. So like literally get me out of the classroom. And it's like, she would like crouch down and say, okay, listen, this little scope. What you said is correct. This person not real, but some people still have to figure that out. They still want to believe in, you know, the, the whole fantasy, the whole spectacle. So uh, please do not talk about this again. And like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> like basically that confirmed my, my whole right. suspicion. And then, yeah, basically I didn't get to tell anyone else about it. And uh, that, that skepticism was there already when I was in elementary school. And it basically just stuck with me throughout uh, life. So I'm skeptical about a lot of things. It's kind of it's kind of what I'm known for, but th that is a good um, lesson to learn, or something to keep in mind to be very skeptical about your um, surroundings and like the news you're being told. And yeah, I'm very much like a people pleaser, so you could like fuck me over more than once, and I'd just be a fucking idiot about it and just be like, yeah, 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 just you know, try to be your friend. Like I don't know, it, it, I, I very much I can't say no to people usually. Yeah, but a lot of people have that issue where they try and uh, avoid conflict. They don't yeah. want people to get upset, to create like a scene and, you know, get people pissed and create a Because that shit's situation. annoying as fuck. Yeah, it's annoying and no one really likes that, to hang around those kind of people yeah. or to really get the situation on like a down low. So uh, if you really want to have an honest conversation with someone, just talk to them one to one. Like in a group setting, of course, you don't want to upset people. But if you really want to get something off of your heart or just, you know, try and get to really know them, have a one-on-one -on -one conversation or in private, basically. Because in group settings, people will just, you know, talk differently than uh, on one-on-one. -on -one. And th in those cases, if you do get the other person upset, it's just one person, they're going to walk away and then they'll probably be fine after a while, depending on you yeah. know, what the conversation is. But at least you're not upsetting like a whole group. So th that would be the, the advice for people that are people pleasers that still want to get some stuff off their chest or really get to know a person then that's how yeah you yeah you can you can always say something you can never not unsay something you can yeah you can't unsay something yeah well you can apologize if you made a mistake of course but it only goes so far yeah and some people don't even will accept an apology which is also kind of weird <laughs> it's like you, you have can to... always say it yep um, but you do have to be genuine about it so if you are voicing your opinion, you have to stand behind your statement and not be like half-assed. And if you do notice like, oh wait, I made a mistake, 
and just you know own up to it. There, there are some friends I know that will religiously stick to their statement, even though they have noticed like, okay, I might be on the wrong foot. They'll drag on the conversation for a really long time. And then finally at the end, they're like, okay, no, you make a good ar argument. Uh, I concede like you, will. <laughs> but you know, d during the entire thing, they already have that idea in their mind, but they don't really, you know, concede to it themselves. And then at the end of it, you realize win or lose, none of it mattered. Exactly. You just created unnecessary tension between you and your buddy. Well, that's what a lot of discussions are, right? It's like people trying to win. Yeah. It's like there's winners and losers in a debate. Yeah. It's like, well, no, you're just trying to, you know, get a point across, educate each other, try and find out what uh, the truth is or what the best best solution is to a problem. True. And there's no real winner. It's going to be both winners if you have that mind, if you both have that mindset. If you both think it's going to be a win or lose battle, then uh, that's going to be a you know a lose for both. I'd say. Right. They're both going to still think that they are winners. Regardless. Yeah. Yep. Or they come up, or you have a debate and you come up with something afterwards, like, oh, I should have said that, man. I should have said that. I would have won that argument. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not how you should think about it. Although, of course, in the heat of the moment, people will uh, will think it's a win lose. It's a competitive nature of you know humans. Winner mentality. Uh, no, no, just competitive nature. I don't think it's a winner mentality. But of course, people are being told to win all the time. Um, right, so I think <laughs> it wraps up the personal goals thing. Went off a way fucking off the topic. Hell of a tangent. Yeah, but uh, I think we can squeeze at least one more topic in, which um, should be one that actually got asked by a viewer, which is, is an interesting one, I've, I've because I still have to think about this. We don't do any preparations for these topics. Well, of course, I will know what the topics are, but the guests will not. Yeah. Um, but I do not think about certain topics usually beforehand. And this one I didn't. So the topic would be, uh, what would you do if you had to live without internet for a month? And let's preface this with the condition that it means both at home and also like on your phone. Mm, so... That that would be easy as fuck, but I mean, I could do that easily at home, but like, I'm just thinking about at work, that would suck, because like, you know, mo all the fucking systems are ran through the internet, no internet, that would be, for a whole month, that would be miserable. I'll yeah, fucking... well, let's say this, let's say the world... Okay, maybe, everyone, maybe, everyone yeah, lost maybe, it. Maybe, yeah, maybe this is not the original idea of the, the person who asked, but let's just say the entire world lost the internet for a month, what would you do? It's it's like a zombie apocalypse, but it's worse because you lost your internet connection. It'd be which, easy. which will probably happen, you know, during some of those actual uh, events. I just I just get heavier. I'd get back into the drums, heavy as fuck. I just get like super deep into like everything else that I do, and you know, the computer would just be pushed aside. It'd be fine. You know, I'd get deep into working out. I'd get deep on the bike. I'd get deep on the drums. I'd mm -hmm. probably pick up some other shit. Just for the fuck of it, you know, I'd be spending time with my friends a hell of a lot more in real life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it'd, it'd be cool. You know, obviously no one has no Wi-Fi. I probably, probably wouldn't have a fucking job. I'd probably just go have a fucking good time. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, no, I'd just pull up at my bank, too. Yeah, yo, I'm going to get my money. <laughs> so that should be lit. Bro, but, we nah, can't connect to your account. We got no internet. Uh, you have no money. Damn. Now. Oh, yeah. shit. Well, what about this six hour? What are we going to do about that? The sit what? 
a gun, handgun, pistol. Oh. <laughs> what are you going to do about that? You're going to get my motherfucking money, bro. What the fuck? You're going to say that's not my money. Can't connect to the system. Make your system fucking connect, bro. Oh. Damn. Nah, I don't, I'm not going to fuck around with that, bro. Hell no. Nah. That's my money. That's not their money. You know, they, they'd have to, they have a ledger that I know they keep a dedicated track of on paper. And I know damn do well they? that they have cash ready. I know damn well they do. Well, I know they, they have some cash ready or some gold or whatever. Both both ledger and cash, I know for a fact. Maybe they don't write it out on hand, but they definitely have a paper ledger that's printed out. Do they still have that today, though? Like, I remember, yeah, back in the day, they would. I think I think banks are really tedious about that shit, man. I'm telling you. They, like, mm-hmm. do all their paperwork, documentations, all that. Like, just with, just with a little bit of, like, work I've done depositing money for banks, like, you can you can tell that they got all their shit right. And they file all that shit down. Yeah, well, I, I don't know about that. I've never worked at a bank, though. So maybe someone who's worked at a bank, they know what's up. Let us know. Well, hey. my, my dad worked at a bank. <laughs> That's ask him. So my he, mom worked at a bank, too. Shit, yeah, I there ask you go. Her. <laughs> should ask our parents, man. No, but my dad did do um, like the, the letters on paper. Yeah, you would have to. Write well, that was. Yeah, that was definitely a different era. Yeah. So, true. right. But for the digital age. Modern tellers, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> put it in the comments. But um, yeah, so as, even assuming if it was just you that didn't have any internet and the rest of the world would, then yeah, that your answer would probably stay the same, right? I'd fucking walk to my friend's house every... Well, I don't know why I'd walk. I'd fucking drive to my friend's house every yeah. day and fucking... Yeah, you can still use the car, you know. <laughs> Maybe unless you... Well, unless you have a BMW or a Tesla or some shit. Fancy yeah, I, I, like exactly. I think if you might have a Tesla, you might have a problem if you cannot connect to the internet. That's uh, that's a hellscape future. That's awaiting, <laughs> awaiting for us. Oh my god! No, for me. Um, so that's your that's your final answer. Is, you know, spend more time with friends, with family. Oh, for sure, you know, and other hobbies. activities in life. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I think it would probably be the same. Just go hop over to friends' place. It's it's like well, I've lived my life also without internet when I was younger because it right. didn't exist. We used to, um, at our place, at my parents' place, we were pretty late to the internet game because we got... Actually? Yeah, we didn't, we never had dial-up. At least as far as I know, we never dial. We had um, a DSL. Mm. So just the phone line, but uh, it was not, you know, with the weird sounds and very fucking yeah. sound. Like you couldn't call and uh, use the internet at the same time. We, we never had that. We had um, DSL, which was... All right. Right. Actually, now that I th- I think about it, I had internet from the whole t- from when I was born. I was born in '99. My parents had internet early, but I never used it. Well, I didn't. I didn't use it in the beginning, no. But I do. I do very vividly remember the first time I got on the internet. We got like a friend of mine in class. You know, it was actually my neighbor. So a little uh, friend that lived there next to me. He would be talking about, yeah, we just got the internet. A couple of days ago, like you can play a bunch of flash games. Like if I can remember that back in the day. And he would ask me, he's like, oh, you want to come over? I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. I had some websites in my mind. I don't know how I, I, I came to this, uh, you know, these URLs, but or these domains. I would just be thinking of them. It's like, okay, I'm just going to type this in and then see where it leads. And I actually went to like a, like a flash website. And that's basically what we did back in the day when we had internet. We just play flash games. We just play games. Still, you know, 
kind of similar what uh, what people do nowadays. Hell yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember when I was like six, my computer had Spore. One of my sisters got Spore, and oh, that shit man. was dope. Well, Spore is more of a, it's an offline game, right? Yeah, yeah. It can be. You can play it online, but I was definitely playing that shit offline. Yeah, I think you can like share your creations online or something. Yeah. Bro, I played Wizard One Hundred One when I was eight. Bro, let me. Bro, Wizard One Hundred One was the shit. I remember seeing that ad on TV, and I was like, "Whoa, I gotta check that out." I I don't know what that is. You didn't play Wizard One Hundred One, bro? No. Damn, that was like early gaming. That shit was dope. I say early, but it wasn't really. It was two thousand eight. That shit that's, was like. That's not early, dude. That was retro. That's retro. That's some retro shit. That's what that is. It's kind of sad how a lot of these. Well, like like the Flash games we had back in the day, they are not really... You can still play them. You know, there's some workarounds, but they're not really accessible nowadays. Kids will never get the, the feeling of playing like some stick stick figure game or watching stick figure animations. No, I feel like... Newgrounds days. I feel like a lot of those Flash things are still out there, just ported over. Um, I think they are. Yeah, you know, we might have just been grown up because we have other games to play now or we have consoles or even our phones, you know, they can play fucking games nowadays. Yeah, Flash games were just turned into apps. Boom, that's where they went. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Phone apps. That's our future. Phone games, like, I remember when I used to try and, like, find, like, good phone games, bro. Phone games are atrocious. Like, that is the worst shit ever. I hate I hate mobile, bro. Like the fact, like mobile gamers are like. Is that a thing? Uh, yes, the fact <laughs> mobile gamers. I'm a mobile gamer, guys. Yes. It's like uh, they're considered gamers is crazy to me. Mobile gamer. Well, technically they are, but I don't. Unless you're playing shit with a controller, maybe. But like most of the games are like very simple. You just tap the screen a couple times or. At a certain yeah. moment, it's like, uh, so are you really game, y'all? You can play League of Legends on your phone now. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, yeah. What defines a gamer, John? Um, I guess not if you're using your phone for it. I don't know. Typically, if you think of the word gamer, you just think of some like sweaty nerd, you know, with like <laughs> a bummy, statement. gritty T-shirt, you know. And that's not how you see some. You don't see the same person playing a phone game, I guess. I see the that's that's how I, that's exactly what I'd see playing. That's who I see playing a phone game. I think the quote unquote gamer, they they be playing like Nintendo Switch, hella Nintendo Switch mobile games. What else? Like Xbox, bro. I feel like you're calling out certain people, like in the listeners right now. That's <laughs> like, when someone's I'm a gamer, bro. That's when someone's a gamer. But like people who like enjoy video games, bro. That's like PC, PS4, you know, like shit like that. PS5 even. If you buying a PS5 base edition though, like you kind of a dummy. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like they really ain't that much better te- technologically. Got to wait for the PS5 Pro. That's what my boy's been saying. He's been saying we well, get it, on that PS5 Pro. I, f- I think what you're trying to say is just uh, the the casual gamers are not true gamers. Um, they are not. Yeah, I guess not. But I mean, I guess they more fit the definition of like a quote unquote gamer is what I'm getting at. Someone with a gritty t-shirt, all that shit. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I feel, feel like we kind of stepped off of that stereotype nowadays because everyone's playing games, like even on their phone. Or yeah. Literally everybody. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Even their grandpa or grandma with a, you know, an iPad playing Wordle, yeah, whatever the fuck. It's like, I'm a gamer now. I was like, well, 
Yeah. We should have known back in the day what we used to do, the games we played. It's not it's not quite the same, but Yeah, bro. Land parties is like peak that was oh, peak man. gaming. Oh, Holy man. shit. We used to have land parties all the time, bro. There was a high school class that we had every other day for my junior and senior year called Cisco Networking. And for a little while we were doing like networking shit, learning how to like build a server, but the teacher just stopped giving us work. And we had this for the same teacher for two years. So after like the first semester, he didn't give us any work for the other three semesters. So it was just a three hour class where he'd fucking do whatever with a computer, just play Mm -hmm. mad games. And uh, we would throw huge CS, uh, yeah, it was CSGO LAN parties on like the old pirated version. And like, not CSGO, CS 1.6 or Source? uh, Yeah, I I think, no, it was CSGO for sure, because it was was when I was in high school. So this was like 2017. Fucking, but no, we'd throw like huge 5v5s, like five of the best players, because there was two schools going. It was an offsite campus where you'd go for like three hours. That's why the classes were so long. It was like college credits type shit. So two high schools were together on this college, and we'd fight like school v school of the school's five best players, bro. And that shit was dope as fuck. Trying to see who's the better school, bro. We'd even like, it'd be like one row computers had one school, one row computers had the other school. We'd sit all separated and shit, bro. You put on your jerseys as well. You have yeah, like a shoutcast or that. You know, we we <laughs> no, were like, cool. yeah, we were for real about that shit. Started it was streaming cool, on though. Twitch, man. I'm not gonna lie, the other schools suck. They they were really bad. We were smoke. We smoked them every time. They I think they did beat us like one or two times respectively, but like every other time, you know, this shit happened every week. So we we, we you know one or two times, you know, fuck. No, I have to say that um, things like land gaming, it's not something I really have done that much. I think we've done it like once in college even, but that was just like a fun thing to try and organize with some uh, students. Uh, The only other thing I remember is things like uh, split screen gaming, like with my brother or whatever, or with some friend, you you know, come over to your friend's house, start playing split screen. Those are the days, my dude. Yeah, and it was like every other... I mean, it was like a three-hour, a whole three-hour class for that shit. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. The thing that sucked is um, the computers would wipe everything that you downloaded on them at the end of the day every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pretty much, I had a USB with like the game, the VPN, uh, you know, other games that people ask for and shit. And I would start and it'd get passed around pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, people caught on to the idea, got their own USBs to speed up the process and like, I pretty much just fed like everyone in that class the one VPN that bypasses the school's Wi-Fi, like all the games. I was hooking everybody up. That shit was dope as fuck. Those were some those were some fun times. And on top of it too, like you could drive there, so you'd have like a pretty long lunch, like hour and a half because it was far away. And you're supposed to drive yourself. Don't take anybody because it's like a huge legal liability risk. Um, because the school's responsible for you, and if someone crashes a car with another student while well, the school is responsible for you. You know, it's like a huge lawsuit, mm-hmm. but fucking, so they'd always be like, don't sneak anybody in. And me and my boy would always fucking, I would go get some blunt wraps. He'd go get some weed from his plug. We'd fucking pull up somewhere, roll a blunt, get so baked before that computer class. I'd, <laughs> I'd sneak him in, in my trunk, bro. And we'd fucking go at it. And the teacher knew he was smoking too. He didn't give a fuck. That shit was so much fun. Damn, dude. Those were the days, bro. Smoking at high school and playing fucking video games in a networking class. Like, you can't, you can't beat that, bro. Like, what? No, the, the only thing that's close to that I had was in elementary school. We had, like, a computer class. And we would be... There's, like, a little 
tutorial you had to follow, but usually it only takes like 10 to 20 minutes and you had like an hour long or hour and a half. And then the remaining time people would just be, well, there's not much on the PC and we were in elementary school, so we didn't know about like land gaming or games weren't that big at yeah. the time or like USB sticks, putting shit on it. Like we were just dumb kids. Right, you didn't have access to the resources. Yeah, or the knowledge, you know. So we'd just be opening up paint and just be drawing weird shit and showing each other. (laughs) Surprisingly, (laughs) no dicks. No, yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that was really a thing when you're in elementary school. But uh, no, people be drawing like like suns and like a sun with sunglasses and uh, some rainbows or, you know, some dumb shit you would, you know, draw as a kid. It It was pretty fun. Pretty fun times. I and the teacher wouldn't a, really mind because it's like, oh, you done your assignments? Like, yeah, yeah we, we were done already. Oh, okay, fine. And then, yeah, because yeah, it's like you can learn the computer because that was a thing. Like, I, I don't think that's a thing anymore. Um, where in my elementary school, I had like a computer class where they like taught us how to use presentations and like docs and like fucking paint and, you know, just learn a computer mm-hmm. um, to prepare yourself for the, you know, the upcoming generation of technology. That was a thing for me in middle school as well. Uh, and like, I don't think they really do that anymore. Like in middle school, it was like a keyboard etiquette, like typing class, which mm-hmm. I already had super fucking, I still to this day, I have the worst typing habits ever. Um, I type with like three fingers, <laughs> but so, I'm really quick with it. I do so have like a very two fast, fingers in your thumb, basically. Very, very fast. Uh, uh, well, technically, if you count my thumb, you could, I guess you could. If you count my thumbs, you could say three, four, five fingers. Because mm-hmm. I use like middle finger, left index, right index, and like thumbs. But fucking, like I do have a fast word per minute though. But it would be a lot faster if I learned the correct way right off the bat. But I said fuck that. I, I had what I had. And typically, I don't like to change what I got going on if I don't got to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do wonder if kids nowadays learn things like how to use the computer because i, I feel like it's think... such it's such a big part of society nowadays that they they kind of grow up with it yeah um, much like like there's no one that taught us how to use smartphones because a smartphone that's the thing is a smartphone is less of a tool to make your day easier it is more of like uh it's it's an appliance you know, it has big buttons. It's easy to use. It doesn't require a lot of interfacing. You don't have a lot of options on the accessibility or mm-hmm. the the control of the device. Yeah, it's definitely easier to use than a computer with a mouse and a keyboard. Yeah, that's that's the you know, it's easy to use, but the downside is it's like not as customizable. You don't have as much control on your de- on your device. You're just kind of locked into the OS that's provided for you. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. I, I should ask some some parents like nowadays if their kids still have classes for computers. Maybe they have like typing classes. Yeah, probably but, that at minimum. But things are getting dumbed down. Like computers are getting dumbed down. They're becoming like the user interfaces are becoming easier and easier to use. And it's like a foreign idea. Like if you told someone to go in like the registry of their computer, they'd look at you like you're an alien or some shit, bro. Wizard. Yeah, like it's some foreign fucking like deity, like, and I'm I'm just saying like, people know a lot less about the items they're using. Typically, it's just kind of there and it works. Well, no, I still think there's a lot of people that know the insides and outs of a computer, 
But the majority of people, because it's become such a necessity, um, the devices themselves have become, well, dumber, basically just easier to use for a lot of people because more people are using it. So, you know, not everyone yeah, because is that it's smart. So, yeah, because it's so dumb and easy to use, everybody wants to use it because everyone is fucking stupid. Hell yeah. That's To make the most easy and accessible to use product, everybody will buy it. Oh, yeah, that's kind of the point, right, of smartphones in general. But then there are still people that know how to manage services and, like, you know, install Linux distributions and manage their own home server or whatever. There are still people out there, like big, pretty big communities that still do those things, and they are they will scoff at those kind of people, yeah, at the, the smartphone users or the, the people that post from their phone. That there are people there out there that just don't have a computer. They just have a, for example, laptop maybe for work and like a phone, and that's about it. That's, that's how they consume content. That's how they make stuff. That's how they work. I think like a desktop computer will be uh, only like the hardcore people will eventually have, which kind of hardcore, the hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's already kind of the case nowadays, like having a dedicated desktop computer at home. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like people be fucking with laptops for just a regular consumer, the average yeah. consumer uh, laptops like go to, cause it's, you, you know, you bring it anywhere. That's convenient as fuck. Yeah, and then you show those people that are only used to laptops. Like, look at this big black box in my in my home. It's like, what is that? That's a desktop. So, <laughs> so why is it so big? It's like, oh, it's, it's like your laptop, but it's more powerful. It's like, yeah, but my laptop can do everything. It's like, yeah, but you, you <laughs> try and fucking explain that shit. It's like, you can't even take it away. You have to take all these cables with you. You have to bring a separate monitor. You can't even run device. Crisis. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you can, you can. I think you can like run Crisis on phones nowadays. Really? Wow, that's P- probably. Crazy. I don't know. Wouldn't be surprising. Yeah, I think we went on uh, quite a long tangent off the topic of uh, <laughs> just being without internet and be- and computers in general. But I think um, we should uh, about wrap it up. I had two uh. other topics, but we already went uh, uh, over time. I think with that, uh, we are at the end of the podcast. So I'd like to thank everyone for listening again. Uh, if they st- are still sticking around to this series, I would like to thank you, John, for sticking around to yep. attend the podcast. To have a flexible timing, unlike my previous yeah, guests. Bro. Yeah, it's a Saturday. Like, it's not hard to work a Saturday. Well, you would say that. Some people, <laughs> want to, some people, you know, they still want to get on at, you know, very late times, which is going to be very early for me because time zones are a bitch but uh, it is what it is so again, i'd like to thank everyone for listening and uh, i hope to see you in the next episode hey have a good one peace out